welcome, welcome, welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. And I'm Sister Ann, and welcome. Thanks for joining the Laborers for His Harvest Ministries stream, live stream on Sundays. And uh, we're still hanging in there. That's what's pretty awesome. We're still hanging in there. It has been a journey. It will be two years. <laughs> in the next uh, month or so, uh, it will be two years that we have live streamed. And you know what? To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I just give him all the glory, honor, and praise on today. I love him today. How about you? You know, when God asks you, because he's a gentleman, you know, one thing about it, the enemy, you know, Slewfoot will come along and, and try to have you where you're all uh, twisted up and, you know, bribe you and and all of that get you to where, you know, you just can't can't focus to do anything but then, you know, tie tie one hand behind your back and and everything and make you uh get to the point where you'll um you know, do something or whatever uh for him. But you know what? God is a gentleman. He's he's God. You know, all he does is ask. He just asks you. Uh, he asks a person, you know, not, not, he doesn't make you, doesn't bonk you up o over the head. And, you know, that right there is, is something that gives me comfort because look, what is it about asking that's wrong? Nothing. But then, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, I'm not trying to uh, do all that. I'm not trying to be saved or whatever, you know, but God is God. He is the big the guy, uh, the big kahuna in charge, the man in charge. Besides him, there is no other. He is God and God all by himself. And he's the one and true God. Hmm? There, There is no other God. And here, and he just simply asks. Hmm? Doesn't make you. He'll ask you. And that right there should should just make you feel better hmm? god doesn't make us do anything we're not robots we aren't we are not robots we are his children and the sheep of his pasture and what that is what that tells us is that hey if he's good enough and kind enough to to treat me kind and loving you know like that I don't have to worry about um, about being made to do anything uh, in in the wrong way or whatever. Uh, he's holy. He's a gentleman. He's kind. He's loving. That is someone that I want to be around all the time. I like kind people. You know, stress. There's stress in life already. Why do I have to be around some mean, uh, grumpy? Uh, bonk you upside the head type of person to, to make you, I'm going to make you, you know, why would you want to make somebody? Why would you want to trick somebody to follow you? If you were all bad in a bag of chips, why would you need fear? Why would you need to, to trick someone to follow you? Hmm? 
And that's what Slewfoot does. He's he's a conniver. He's a liar. He has to lie. He makes up stuff. He twists things around. He's a liar and he's the father of lies. That's what Jesus called him. That's what God calls him, the father of lies. So why would you want to follow somebody like that? I tell you, I don't. I like someone that tells me the truth. Tell me, hands down. Don't make, you don't have to make up anything, you know, because life in itself, life in itself, just tell me the truth. And God is the way. Jesus says, I am the way. I'm the truth. Come on. I'm the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's what Jesus said. So there's no other way. No other way. And, you know, that, that just makes my heart feel content and comforted to know, look, I don't have to look any further. I can just go ahead and look to Jesus, who is the author. He started this thing. And he's the finisher. He finishes. He's 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 going to finish what he started. Hmm? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hmm? Uh, we're, we're, that, that's what our focus is on. Huh? He started this thing. Hmm? He started it. He's going to finish it. And boy, is he going to finish it. He made his way. He made his way to that cold, cruel cross. Yeah, happy Palm Sunday to all that are listening. This is Palm Sunday 2022. And I'm going to give that date and just let you know, hey, so where, whenever, wherever you're watching this video, you know, and that's something to think about, guys. You know, we think that uh, videos when you live stream them. I enjoy live streaming. Live streaming is easy. It's easy. I can just go ahead and push a button as long as everything works right. <laughs> now, you know, there's some issues where sometimes things don't work right. But when it works right, producing live streams is easy. I don't have to get, it takes the guesswork out of all of it. Just makes it, makes it happen. And I'm grateful for that. But, you know, one thing about it is that live streams are live now, but you can go back and look at them later. Yes, you can go back and look at them later. And when you do that, then you can uh, glean and get some some understanding and get some courage later. Hmm? You know, I like my one of my favorite candies when I was a kid was a now and later i can ha- eat some now <laughs> and save some for later but uh, i don't want to i don't want to be hanging out around here oh, too much later hmm? and we want to we want to focus on that a little bit today big shout out to our lord and savior jesus christ Woo! come on Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. I love you today, God. Hallelujah. I thank you that you first loved me. One day that you you first loved me. You made a way. Hallelujah. Out of no way for me to come to you. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we're going to talk about that triumphal entry. Mm-hmm. That time when Jesus came riding in to Jerusalem, that triumphal entry. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to talk about that today. That's that Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry. Going to talk about that. So grab your Bible. 
I got a little, I got a little, I got a little treat here. I want to show you my new one. I, now look, people get into shoes. People will buy those clothes. We're moth. <laughs> Where moths can come and eat it up and it's not in fashion. I bet you the word of God that I buy, huh? I had to buy another one because my uh, Amplify was the Amplified Classic and it kind of went out of out of date and not really out of date it just doesn't really flow in that language like conversational language like like the amplify amplified uh 2015 the xl so i went <laughs> here it is i went and bought that uh, i went and purchased this you know I, i'm investing hallelujah i'm investing in my soul I'm investing in what's good. I'm desiring that better thing. Hmm? That better. I want to renew my mind with the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. I want my soul to be kept. High glory. I want to I want to be able to understand. So when the enemy comes in, hmm, come on like a flood. The, the Lord lifts up. That word, that Lord lifts up that standard. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Against him, that enemy, uh, in all kinds of enemies. We face all kinds of enemies, don't we? Yeah, but, but God, come on. He is the author. He started this thing. He's going to finish this thing. So I'm just grateful to that. I have a, a new toy. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people go out and invest in cars and all that and invest in clothes. And but, you know, I invest in the word of God. I want that understanding. I want I want in all thy getting, the Bible says, get an understanding. And I want to share something else with you, too. Now, I know that I'm hoping anyway, because we we're going to probably come with uh, some information, uh, you know, just an opportunity for us to take communion together. And we're going to do it in an interesting way. Uh, we're a parachurch. We're not a church. Um, uh, Sister Ann, I am an evangelist. I'm not a pastor. And, you know, but I love leadership. I do. I love leadership. I love the way that God has or organized his church and the pastors and the ministers and the deacons and deaconesses and evangelists and teachers. I, I love all of the gifts that God has given. Now, you know, one thing I tell you what I love too is being a lay member. I enjoyed it. Huh? Just being in the number one more time. That's a very important post because then we know what the Lord's house needs. Well, I just went on ahead and picked up a few things, too. Now, big shout out to, now, they didn't give me a plug or anything, but, you know, they're still out there. Mardell, Mardell, they uh, opened up a new branch, a new store in Springfield. Now, I was in Springfield, Missouri this weekend, and it was a wonderful time. We had a wonderful time. We are supporting uh, someone who's running for the Missouri U.S. Senate and uh, Dr. Gina Ross. And we were there to support her and help her and all we uh, can and do for that campaign. Uh, it's important to have a voice, too. You know, they say separation of church and state. Well, you know, hey, okay, but here's the thing. You know, if you want some values and you want to be able to uh, have a voice for what's right, then you need to get some people up there in uh, in these 
uh, political positions to where they have a conscience. They have an idea of what the Word of God says. And, you know, the Word of God is right, uh, most definitely, but someone who has uh, a fairness about them, too. So, anyway, we support that candidate, and we were there. But, you know, another highlight of our trip, and we're probably going to get a chance, I'm hoping that we'll get a chance to talk with this this man uh, of God, uh, Brother Darren Rogers. Now, he's the director of the Flower Pentecostal Heritage Center in Springfield, uh, Brother Darren, uh, this was assembly. This is an assembly of, of God uh, fellowship from the Assemblies of God fellowship. But Brother Darren Rogers was very kind. He was a very kind man. And uh, it, what are we surprised? Huh? Well, yeah, because uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you have to be kind. <laughs> doesn't mean that you have to be cordial. Hmm? You should be, but it's a whole lot of lemon. The people that just suck lemons all day uh, in the body of Christ, too, is a whole lot of them, too. So I give big shout out, big kudos to uh, Brother Darren Rogers. And he just he showed us around that Heritage Center. We're going to reach out. But, you know, he talked about some, you know, what the Assemblies of God is about and doing and how they are into world missions, too. And, you know, that is that is the most important thing. When we go out, we're to go out. Hmm. Go, go ye. Yes, go ye. I'm I'm all into the missions and that's what it's all about. And as a believer, I don't care where you are in your walk. Your first mission field, number one, is I say yourself in between. <laughs> You're the first one, huh? You got to believe it. Then you go ahead and you mission the mission field with your family. Yes, your family. You know, do that. Do that. Whatever we do. I'm, you know, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. Huh? But we're to do it with all of our heart. Do it with that mindset that, look, I'm saved, but I want my family saved too. Hmm? Come on now. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we did do a little shopping. Now, you might want to pick up some things, too, things that will help you. And we're probably going to use some of these, too, when it comes to uh, the on-the-go broadcast. Big shout-out to our LFHHM volunteers. God bless you. Uh, those that support us in all kinds of ways, especially in that prayer way. Hmm. Those people that, that will lift up my name and our names, huh? and the ministry's names, and what we're doing for the Lord. Lift us up before God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and give in all they can give. Now, you know, we're, uh, we have purchased some things here and just a couple of resources. One that says what the Bible says about money. We, we talked about that. Uh, well, we're looking into that little, just little, little resources, the names of Jesus and their meanings. Ooh, that looks good. We, you know, we just look at them, hmm? uh, the names of God. And we're going to really, 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 really get ready, get ready. Hmm. We're going to look at understanding the book of Revelation. We're going to look into that. There's some things coming. Hmm? There's some things coming. Hmm? 
And the main event that I'm looking forward to is the rapture. I'm looking for that main event. You know, there's a lot of events we look forward to just in life and living and trying in the name of having fun or whatever. We look to look forward to what we look forward to. Um, uh, well, we look forward to uh, the Super Bowl. We look forward to, to different game days and the playoffs of different sports. And we look forward to all kinds of things, don't we? But you know what? As believers, hallelujah, we need to look forward to that rapture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to look forward to that. And you know, this being Palm Sunday, well, I'm not, I'm not turning, uh, turning a little back on that. Cause, uh, come on, without Jesus riding, huh? Without him getting that that uh, donkey and riding in hmm? as a king, as a, a peace, come on, what what would it have been? It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have led up. Without the Hosanna, it wouldn't have led up to the crucify him. And it wouldn't have led up to us being redeemed by his blood. Come on. See, so God did all of that. Now, uh, another thing that I picked up, I picked up, uh, so it's called, uh, now this is communion that you can take. It's kind of like an on-the-go communion. Yeah. <laughs> You notice I like on the go portable things. Now, when I'm at home, then I'm going to I'm actually needing uh, a communion set. I want one of those nice personal communion sets. But but what I think the idea is to dedicate some utensils, things that are uh, a blessing when you do take your communion. Oh, yeah, communion is important because as often as we take communion, hmm, then we do it in remembrance of the Lord. Hmm? We take the bread and the body, which represents the body of Christ. We take the cup, which represents the blood of Christ. Communion is really, really super important as a believer. And I'm trying to scrub some um, some video, some information too, because I would like for us to, I love, I love leadership. I, I want to say that leadership is super important in your life when it comes to the spiritual walk. Those are the guys that are going to be super held accountable. And we, the rest of us, hmm? now we're teachers. We're going to be held super accountable. We are. Uh, but pastors uh, have a different calling. And they're going to be held super accountable for what it is that they do. Well, I like the leadership and the fellowship of the leadership and the fellowship of the saints. Okay, so we're going to look and see if we can find uh, some communion footage to hmm, be a part of and as we as we uh, kind of walk through it together amen and I uh, take a look at that so we're gonna we're gonna do some things and and I mention them because they're important they're important communion is important this is a very special day for us to commemorate and to be grateful that the Lord had that triumphal entry coming into Jerusalem hmm and the response of the people, hmm? and then to to know what he do, did for us. Come on, and who he is. Come on, praise God. So, uh, you can you know pick up something that is kind of a portable one, and it's all there. Uh, but if you're home at home, try to get some some utensils. I'm gonna order something that uh, 
you know, maybe to your liking too, to see if we can share and, and I'll use what, what I would suggest too. And we're going to start sharing in some communion as often as we do it. We're to, to do it in remembrance of the Lord. Mm. And that right there is super, super important. Uh, we're going to be going through a lot. Uh, we don't know at what point God's going to take us away, but we need to be ready. And in the, me- in the meantime, let's commune. Let- let's break bread together uh, in remembrance of our Lord and keep our keeping our mind. See, that's what I've gotten. Come on, keep keep our mind on the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into our praise break. I've chatted enough, but let's get into our praise break in time. Now, this was an installation service uh, uh, for uh the uh, people of God. I'm not sure who it is as far as the, the God installed. You know, I'm, I I love the people of God. Okay. So, uh, and I believe, but we just minister and teach the truth and then let God do the rest, touch the hearts and minds. You know what I'm saying? So I love the people of God. This is a, a church installation service that happened recently. And it is, uh, I believe it is Kojic. Okay, so we'll get a chance to enjoy that praise break. And, you know, one thing that this minister, he, you know, when we get on a job, see, this is what they teach us. When we have something to do for the Lord in the service of the Lord, that's talking about the house of the Lord, the different services that we have, then so that we're asked to do something, then we're, we just need to do just that. We need to do just that. And, you know, that's great. As long as we put forth our effort and make it happen to do what God called us to do uh, for that moment where we were asked to do. See, then they'll ask us to do it again. huh? Otherwise, if we hard-headed, we might not get asked to do it again in the service of the Lord. So this minister, you know, he kind of tickled me. But, you know, it's, it's the way it is. And once we have done our best to do what's asked of us, then you know i'm sure they'll ask us back or whatever to to do the job again but i'm not we're not offended by this young man Uh, we are we just we understand as children of god and being in the house of the lord forever in a day that that's just what's expected you know if they ask you to do something so he's not trying to quench the spirit the holy ghost he's not you're not trying to do it he's just trying to mention (laughs) because well, let's just go ahead and praise, play the praise break here. Come on now. All right, here we go. Here we go. We used to say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and he's done so much for us, we don't have to think of everything. But when I think of just some things that the Lord has done for me, hallelujah. Won't you think of one thing you know God has done for you? that nobody else could have done for you but God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We... We have to move on. We have to move on. 
If we had time, we could have testimony service, but we have to move on. And all of us have a different, all of us have a different testimony. All of us have a different testimony. But what I will do for you is, every person, no matter what you've gone through, every person that is a survivor, would you just shout glory? Glory! Whoa, glory! Hallelujah. Hey, hey! Hallelujah. Amen. Sit on Jesus. Ah, uh -uh. all right, Dr. Gina Ross. Come on now. She loves to dance, and she knows who the bishops are, too. Come on, dance, Bishop Porter. Come on. a good guy. He's been good. So good. Hey, come on. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things He's done. Nobody but God. He's done. Amen. Amen. Come on now. Huh? To God be the glory for the things he's done. I see you, Dr. Ross. Come on. She says, these are my people. Amen. Uh, the U.S. senatorial candidate for the state of Missouri headed to the White House huh? will be uh, voting, will be voting here in the great state of Missouri during the primary election for the U.S. Senate race here. And it will be August the 2nd. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Ross is a believer. Yes, I'm a believer, too. Come on. 
Amen. And we just, we're praying for her. We just thank God for her and the people of God. She supports the people of God everywhere. You know, we can just get on into it because that's where we were this past weekend, uh, this past weekend. And now here we are mm, still, we made safe traveling. God gave us traveling mercies and we are here still on the battlefield for the Lord. Come on, whatever you do, do it with a heavenly mind. Now, you know, it's so, so weird uh, because this is something that the Lord impressed upon me this morning. I was not, I did not go out to do any research to see who it was. It's already preached this or whatever came from, whatever the scripture. This is something that in my devotional time, see, you know, we get with God and we just don't just shoot from the hip. We get with God and we ask him, we seek him and ask him to speak to our hearts and minds about what it is for this day, this moment, these times. What is it that we're to say to the people of God? And this is an opportunity that we do not take lightly. Amen. And God is speaking to my heart and I'm just going to share a little bit here and do it with a heavenly mind whatever you do and you know there's a sanctified song there's a sanctified song that says whatever you do what you do do it with a heavenly mind what you do do it with a heavenly mind what you do do it with a heavenly mind what you do do it with a heavenly mind when you pray Pray with the heavenly mind when you pray. Pray with the heavenly mind when you pray. Pray with the heavenly mind when you pray. Pray with the heavenly mind what you do. Do it with the heavenly mind. Come on now. Whatever you do, I'm talking to believers today. Mm -hmm. See, because when we do what we're called to do, then we're going to draw, huh? When we lift up, lift him up. Come on now. Jesus said, if he be lifted up on that cross, that's where he was headed. That's where he was headed this Palm Sunday. He was headed to the cross. He said, if I be lifted up from the earth, hey, come on now. He says, I'll draw all men. Uh, all men, that's mankind now. It's man, woman, boys, and girls. Men, women, boys, and girls. He said, I'll draw all men unto me. Come on. And when we are living in this world, these last and evil days, you know why I know they're last? Huh? Because it could be our last. It could be our last, personally speaking. And why do I know that they're evil? I can see the evil. I'm not blind and I'm not stupid. Huh? These last and evil days. Tomorrow is not promised to us. But what is it? What is it that we do? Hmm? We need to get our mind and keep our mind on Jesus. And whatever we do, the decisions we make as believers, huh? newbies, new believers, old schoolers, huh? whatever you do, let's do it. Let's do it with a heavenly mind because our Jesus, hallelujah, our God is soon to come. Come on now. Let's go ahead and turn to John chapter 12 now john for all the newbies there it's in the new testament matthew mark luke and john 
one of my favorite books of the Bible. If not my favorite, I believe it's John. Come on. And we're going to talk about the triumphal entry. Mm, this Palm Sunday holiday. Uh, the triumphal entry. All right. Now I'm I'm going to get a chance. I'm reading in my new Bible. Yes. And I'm going to mark it. Mm, that's a good idea. Uh, if we have time, if the Lord tarries and we have a little time here on earth yet, and when he speaks to our little hearts and says, okay, here's the scripture, because he's going to bring that scripture to your remembrance. Uh, when you're going through something, he'll just speak to your heart. Then you can, you can remark this and then you can go back. When you go back to see this, hmm, you go back to see this scripture. You'll see that it's marked that you've been here before. Come on. All right. Let's go ahead and read the triumphal in entry. And this is St. John chapter 12, verses 12. And we're going to read through verses 19. The next day, when the large crowd who had come to the Passover feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm trees in homage to him as king and went out to meet him. And they began shouting and kept shouting, Hosanna, blessed, celebrated, praised is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. Now, this is Jesus coming in. Now, we know how he came in. He rode in on a beast. He rode in on a beast of burden. Yeah, that donkey. And that was a, 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 a sign of peace. Hmm. A sign of peace if a king came riding in and, uh, and then a sign of humility, I believe. The fact that God himself came humbly, came humbly in riding on a donkey. Come on, a, a sign to where, look, this was a man. This is a man. God is a man of, of all, huh? poor or wealthy. Huh? Right now, he came in this first time in on a donkey. Come on, verse 14. And Jesus, finding a young donkey, sat on it, just as it is written in Scripture. Verse 15. Do not fear, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. Now, that's prophetic Scripture that was written in the Old Testament. And here it is again. All right. Verse 16. His disciples did not understand the meaning of these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified and exalted they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him verse 17 so the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continue to tell others about him come on that miracle worker jesus he didn't do anything but good hallelujah working those miracles including raising folk from the dead come on jesus hallelujah verse 18 for this reason the crowd went to meet him because they heard that he had performed this miraculous sign verse 19 when the pharisees then the Pharisees argued and said to one another, you see that your efforts are futile. Look, the whole world has gone running after him. Hmm. 
Come on. Let's tell that enemy. You see, huh, Slewfoot? You see, come on now. Huh? That your efforts are futile. Everything that you're doing, Satan, is futile. Hmm? Because we have the conquering king on our side. Our God is on our side. Hallelujah. Thank you for the testimonies, all of what the enemy has tried to do. Try to keep the word of God out of our ears. Try to keep us separated to where we can't come together in one accord in communion. Come on with one another. Come on. Huh? It's futile. It's futile because the word of God, he says he's going to seek out and accomplish. That word is going to seek out and accomplish what it was intended to do. And here, the old Pharisees. We've studied the Pharisees before. Those are the haters. <laughs> Folks that wanted to get the glory and keep it for themselves, just like Slewfoot. They didn't want God to have the glory. Huh? You see that your efforts are futile. Look, the whole world has gone running after him. Huh? Let's let's make sure that we do our part so the world will run after Jesus. Hmm? Not ourselves, not anything that we that we're building up, not our jobs, not our companies, not even our churches. Now, if that church is there, make sure that you ministering. Hallelujah. That Jesus is the one to chase after and run after. Hallelujah. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus. So God, he came running. People had already known what he was doing. They still followed him. See, if we tell of the goodness of Jesus and the great things that he has done, don't don't withhold your testimony. Huh? That's what makes people interested. Yeah, they want to hear. They want to hear a win. Well, what's the world doing? The world is out there uh, telling about the wins of the different games, uh, different basketball games. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. But see, when that when that win is louder. Come on, then the win. That God has for us through Jesus, that the wind that that Jesus has made for us in spite of what the enemy thought he was doing. Come on. See, when that wind becomes louder and more profound and more loving and gracious and merciful, that's what we're to do is to tell of his goodness, his grace and his mercy. Come on. Then the world will follow. They'll, they'll chase after that win. They want that real win. Hey, come on. I want the real win. I don't want that fake win, that win that uh, someone had to uh, pay for. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. We want those wins that are true wins. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Now, let's go ahead and look at another scripture. Now, here. This scripture is deep and you need this. We need to read this and we need to hold on to this. The whole scripture, the whole chapter, because we, we forget, we forget we're so distracted. Yeah, we are, we're so distracted with things all in our ears that we can't seem to hold on to what's true, what matters. Hallelujah. Because if we don't hold on to what's true and what matters, then we get distracted. Then not only are we distracted as leaders, oh, leaders, you say, yes, we are leaders. 
We're leaders. Uh, what do you think the self-control is about? Hmm? I don't have to worry about nobody tricking me or worry about nobody uh, dinging me or putting a red mark against my name or, or whatever, crossing me out or, or whatever, because I have some self-control. I don't have to worry about standing for no uh, civil judge because I have some self-control. I see the laws. I know the laws, these laws. Okay, so I'm going to follow these laws. What, what difference is it hmm? when well, we have some self-control? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So I'm in control. I'm leading myself. Then what do we do? We lead. We lead the people that are around us. Thank you, Jesus, because God is good. He's a good God and all the time he's good. All right. We're not we're not perfect people, but we're led by God. Hallelujah. We're led by him. We're led by his word. Hallelujah. And our minds are stayed on him and whatever we do come on we focus to do it with a heavenly mind heavenly mind you say oh yes indeed heavenly mind come on let's go ahead and expound on this word colossians chapter 3 now colossians is still in the new testament too newbies yeah and for some old schoolers that's not quite sure hmm. yeah it's in the <laughs> it's in it's definitely in the New Testament. Let's go ahead and turn to chapter 3. Put on the new self. Hmm. New self. Well, heavenly mind, yeah, old things are passed away. Yeah, I'm not doing what I was doing back in the day. No, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not doing what I was doing back in the day. Silliness. Thank you, Lord. I haven't spent all my life being boo-boo-da-foo. Oh, yeah, I said it. Yeah, when you're not saved, you're missing out. Straight missing out, for sure. So, yeah, put on uh, put on uh, the new, huh? Old things are passed away. Put on the new self. Come on, let's read. Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 1. Therefore, if you've been raised with Christ... To a new life starting in his resurrection from the dead. Yeah, come on. Keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. That's the position of favor. Thank you, Jesus. God himself created the likeness of, of uh, sinful flesh. But, you know, he Jesus didn't know no sin. He had no sin. He wasn't even conceived by two sinful people. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. That's the divinity, the divine part of him. Praise God. So he seated. Come on. In, in heavenly places. Seated. Is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind, verse 3, come on, and, and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, this year, rather, they might have won the season this year, won the playoff, won the, the ball game or whatever. But then that's temporary. It's going to be a new season, a new day next year. So someone else is going to win. Everything is temporal here. But when we put our mind, set our mind, hey, glory, set your mind and focus on those heavenly things. 
things. Ha, come on. The things the above that are above the heavenly things, not on the things that are on the earth. Come on. For you died, verse 3, to the world, and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm. Come on. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. What's that talking about? Come on, that's after the rapture. Well, we don't get a chance to talk much about that. We're we, you know, we we've been, I think, silenced in so many ways because of the the prosperity lie that we've been inundated with the past 20, 30 years. That that if God isn't giving me the whip that I want and giving me the crib that I want, then he's not even worth following. The devil is a lie. That's a satanic lie. Come on, that keeps us separated from Christ. Oh, he didn't answer my prayer right. Uh, He's taking too long. Come on, don't fall for the okie doke of the devil. Don't fall into his lap and trip him because guess what? God is still God and he's sovereign. And you know what? When we love him and when we understand that we follow the God and the God doesn't follow us, come on. Then when we understand that, then we'll wait on him. Then we'll press our way. Then we'll get to thinking, well, maybe we need to learn a little bit more about what we're asking for. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. When Christ, huh, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Thank you, Jesus. That means we're coming back. That's after after we're raptured, after we're all up in there hanging out and having the marriage supper. Come on of the lamb and we're we're there. The church is there. and We get through with our part. Then God's going to come back. He's going to come back to rule and reign. See, there's more to this story than meets what the eye or the ear that we've heard. And we need to start hearing and teaching and preaching the word of God, the truth, to know that there's hope and focus glory. Hey, come on, focus glory. Focus your eyes. Focus habitually on the things above. Come on. Verse five. To to so put to death and deprive of power the evil longings of your earthly body with its sensual self-centered instincts immorality impurity sinful passion evil desire and greed which is a kind of idolatry because it replaces your devotion to god oh did he break it down yes he did Verse 6, because of these sinful things, the divine wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience, those who fail to listen and who routinely and ostentatiously disgrace, disregard God's precepts. And in these sinful things, you also once walked when you were habitually living in them without the knowledge of Christ. But now rid yourselves completely of all these things anger rage malice slander and obscene abusive filthy vulgar language from your mouth Mm, do not lie to one another for you have stripped off the old self with its evil practices 
and have put on the new spiritual self who is being continually renewed in true knowledge in the image of him, that's capital letter H, who created the new self, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, nor between nations, whether barbarian, or Scythian, nor in status, whether slave or free, because Christ is all and in all. So believers are equal in Christ without distinction. Come on. Did he break it down? Verse 12. So as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion. Hmm. See a heavenly mind when you see a situation of someone who's going through, uh, we don't feed into the gossip, but then when we hear it, we, we have a mind of compassion, huh? Compassion. Uh, when we see a situation, when we, we could be ugly. Hmm? Now, you know, I, I have to work on this one myself. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you how your day has been when you're treating me all ugly, huh? I might not always get there, but come on, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Come on, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. Now, there's a time for that. There's a time for that. Oh, yes, there's a time to continue on in humility, gentleness and patience. Hallelujah, which has the power to endure whatever injustice. Oh, yeah, you have to have some self-control in that. Uh, some patience in some things so that you can calm down. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't speak out. Yes, we speak out when things aren't right. Yes, we do. Because as believers, we are to speak up for the widows and the orphans, the women and children, um, those that are oppressed. Uh, we're to speak up for those. That's what the word of God says. So, yes, thank you, Jesus. Verse 13, bearing graciously with one another. And willingly forgiving each other if one has a cause for complaint against each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Come on. So, yeah, that saint, you know, she might not have spoke to me. Hmm? Might not have complimented the big hat or the, the nice shoes or whatever. And I worked so hard to go get them. Well, you know what? That silliness, we're going to let that go. We're going to let that go as believers. Hmm? We're going to let that go. We're going to not take things so personal. And we're going to focus on being that kind person, that co compassionate person. Hallelujah. That gentle person in when we're dealing and relating to one another. Because we have to come together. Oh, yes, you better believe it. We are the church, huh? Uh, the, the church body. Thank you, Jesus. And we represent, hallelujah, the bride of Christ. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. So we're to forgive one another. How and why should we do that? So that we can continue on in the work. If you have a piece that that you are doing it in the work of, of the Lord Jesus Christ and the work of the church. And then I have a piece because I have another part that God gave me and we can't come together to make it happen. Then 
what happens? The souls are lost. Mankind, they need the church so that we can continue to come through, uh, pull through, come through and focus the whole world, turn the attention to uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, the testimonies flow when we talk about him. Hallelujah. If we're talking about him, then we can't complain and and. Uh, clown about someone else who's clowned us hallelujah we need to come together verse 14 beyond all these things put on and wrap yourself selves in unselfish love which is the perfect bond of unity come on church for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others. Come on. I know I got a, something I need to do, but look, if, if on my way to doing what I need to do, I can help you come on. Then that's what we need to do to help one another, to love one another. Unselfish love. <laughs> See, there must be some other kinds of love there. Uh, if he has to mention that it's unselfish love, verse 15, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. Uh, so that peace indeed, you were called as members in one body of believers and the thankful and be thankful to God always. Oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. We walk daily with him, don't we? Oh, we should. Because when we think up, we're going to get up, 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 jump, chuck. And we're just going to jump up out of the bed and, and go do our own thing. We haven't even acknowledged that our God has woke us up that morning. We go on and then here comes Slewfoot to bombard our day or our own lusts and desires draw us away from Christ. Come on, we need to make sure we wake up daily with him daily with God hallelujah thankful to God always verse 16 let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you dwelling in your heart and mind uh, permeating every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another <laughs> with all wisdom come on singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in the your hearts to god hallelujah this is so rich isn't this rich huh so we're talking about doing it with the heavenly mind whatever you do that's how we successfully walk in god now you know what i might pull up I might pull up to a fast food and then they just are rude or whatever. I might deal with somebody in a checkout line and they're just rude and ugly. But before I turn rude and ugly, I might just walk off uh, before I offend my God and myself. Uh, I say my God, but then myself because see, we're the representatives. We're the ambassadors. For Jesus Christ, before we clown, it's better just to walk away than to clown. Come on. We want to make sure that the world knows who he is. Hallelujah. And we need to keep these hymns and spiritual psalms with thanksgiving in our hearts to God. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything 
in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on him, giving thanks to God, the father through him. So it's a, there it is. There's a song right there. Y'all, whatever you do, what you do, do it with the heavenly mind. Come on. That's it. That's the scripture. Verse 17, huh? Of chapter three that explains that song right there. Come on, then it talks about family relations. Now I need to go here a little bit because we uh, aren't all single women. Come on, we're not all single men and we're not, not all older people or whatever. And But there's some younger people. huh? Come on, we need to understand family relations because we may find ourselves in a way the, where the Lord tarries and we're there. Wives, be subject to your husbands out of respect for their position as protector and their accountability to God as is proper and fitting to the Lord. Now, there we go for all the sisters. Uh, we need to even look for husbands with the heavenly mind. Come on as men of God. They, we, we need to have men, hallelujah, men of God that have a heavenly mind. Because what did God say? He says, respect their position as protectors. Men, you're a protector. Hmm? Men, you're a protector. Young men, when you're looking, hallelujah, blessings to you, Dr. Anthony Clark. Thank you, Jesus, for you. Now, that's a brother in Christ. That is super. Come on. Huh? Positions, men, you're protectors. Huh? You're accountable to God. Don't think that what you're doing that is not meaningful because whatever you do, how you treat your wife, come on, you're going to be held accountable. Thank you, Jesus. Husband loves your love your wives with an affectionate, sympathetic, selfless love that always seeks the best for them. And do not be embittered or resentful toward them because of the responsibilities of marriage. Come on, verse 20. Children <laughs> talks about the family. See, God is into families, men. Women, families, husband and wife, male and female. Come on. And then out of that union comes the seed of children. Hallelujah. Children, obey your parents as God's representatives in all things. For this attitude of respect and obedience is well-pleasing to the Lord and will bring you God's promised blessings. Fathers. Do not provoke or irritate or exasperate your children with the demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by favoritism or indifference. Treat them tenderly with loving kindness so they will not lose heart and become discouraged or unmotivated with their spirits broken. God broke that down. How are we to raise children? How are we to raise our children? Servants in everything. Obey those who are your masters on earth. Not only with external service as those who merely please people, but with sincerity of heart because of your fear of the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work with from the soul that is put in your very 
best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. Servants. Okay. Servants. Now that's anybody. If you have a boss, even if you are the boss, mm -hmm, even if you are the business owner, you wouldn't be in business very long without clients. So your clients actually are your boss. Somebody that's buying whatever you sell. Come on. Servants on every level. Huh? Come on now. Let's know what this word means and let's not take it out of context to be tripping off. Of, see, there's slavery in the Bible that, you know, must be all right. Oh, no, no, that's not all right. It's mm, not all right. Uh, knowing verse 24 with all certainty that it is from the Lord, not for men, that you will receive the inheritance, which is your greatest reward. It is the Lord Christ whom you actually serve. For he who does wrong will be punished for his wrongdoing. And with God, there is no partiality, no special treatment based on a person's position in life. So even when they clown and talk about slave master, look, you ain't special. Slave masters wasn't special. No. And really, we can get into that a little later, but just know that we're all servants of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to close the book for now. I'm going to lay my hand on it like this. Hallelujah. Come on. Now, the word has gone forth. The word has gone forth. Now, you know, I don't know anyone that does not, that does not want to live a good life. And I'm saying good based on the standard you want. You want a healthy, wholesome life. Sin doesn't bring health and it doesn't bring wholesomeness. It brings confusion, fear, sickness, death. Mm, the wages of sin is death. But come on now, the gift of God. And we just talked about all of those attributes, how we are to be. Mm, whatever we do to do it with a heavenly mind. Thank you, Jesus. Those attributes of who Christ is and who he is, what he's done for us, who he is in our life. Come on, that's what brings the true, the true life. If you want to be saved, you want to be saved. You want to, you want to walk with this God that died for you. You want to walk with this king that rode down the road, came in triumphant to Jerusalem and to, to ex be the, the people's expression of exuberance, but then to know that there was more to it. Mm? There was more to it. He, he rode that donkey with a heavenly mind. He knew that just because they were saying Hosanna today, that they would be saying crucify him the next, the next week. He knew that, but he came through anyway for us, for you, and for me, he showed us love, that selfless love. God did that. You want to get to know God. Hmm? You want him to be your Lord and Savior. You don't quite know what to say. Pray this prayer. Pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. 
and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you pray that prayer, you are on your way to having that wonderful relationship, a lifetime, forever <laughs> relationship with your God. Amen. Uh, if you go to our website at www.lfhhm.org and click on the Discipleship Resources tab, there is a pamphlet out there called The Road to Salvation that will explain with scriptures what what to do. What's, what's next? What do I do now? Now that I'm saved, what can I expect? How can I grow in this thing, uh, this relationship? And one, uh, what, one thing that you should expect is that you, you walk in a newness of life, the newness of life, and keep walking in it. 
Amen. Change your radio station. Find a Christian broadcast radio station. Amen. Change what you watch on the social media platforms. You know, go out there and watch things that are wholesome. And if you have any questions about needing a church home, contact us. And we'll uh, see if we can get you pointed in the right direction, which I know we can with prayer. And, and just know that you are loved. You are loved. Being in the family of God, being, being a, a newbie is not always easy. But you are loved. And if you need prayer, maybe you're going through some things, contact us. Go out there to the website at lfhhm.org and uh, just contact us you can click on that contact us tab and uh you know just put in your email you don't have to to give all of what it is that you're dealing with or whatever just say pray for me if you but if you'd like to you know know more about the fellowship if you'd like to know more about the volunteer opportunities let us know you know uh whatever you're needing i'm i'm saying this you know to the glory of god because we come together as believers to help and to love one another we'll help you get the information that you need that you need and get to the place that where you can grow all right be blessed just know that definitely jesus loved us and he loves us happy palm sunday be blessed and just know too that i love you i do i am your sister in christ and sister ann be blessed And I always say that if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.